Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez, and you probably know me from Twitter at SumDude88. That's S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. Or from my other podcast, the Weekly Nightly Podcast, where I've been covering the Golden Knights for about two and a half years now. And before we get into the meat of the podcast, I want to let you guys know about our Locked On NHL podcast here in the Locked On Podcast Network. It is your daily podcast on everything that's happening around the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest scores and game recap each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today whenever you get your podcast. So the Vegas Golden Knights just finished uh, their game against the Montreal Canadiens for game one of the semifinals in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Golden Knights came out of the game four, with a 4-1 lead win, with a 4-1 win against the Canadiens. And you, when you watch the game at the start of the first period, like going to the game, you expect the Golden Knights to win this. On paper, the Golden Knights were favored. The, the talent, a lot of people, all the all the pundits, all the big big uh, names out there. I picked the Golden Knights to win in five. Everybody was picking the Golden Knights. It, it says it's a bloodbath, right? Everybody. Thought it was a mismatch that the Canadians uh, would not be able to match up the Golden Knights. But going into that first period, the first 10 minutes of the game, that really was thrown out for a loop. Because I thought the Canadians came out firing off the bat. The Canadians controlled the play for the first 10 minutes. And without Marc-Andre Fleury, that game would have been out of hand gone out of hand early for Vegas. They would have been have to chase the game from the uh, from the start. And the thing about the Canadians is that they've won seven straight games in a row. And they have not trailed all those seven games. So the the so the Canadians are used to playing ahead. They know how to protect the lead and they know how to really stifle the other team's offense. So that start for the Canadians, they needed that. They needed to score there and get the lead and get into their game. But fortunately for Vegas, it was Shea Theodore who had the opening goal. It was a beautiful goal. It was marked at like a hundred, hundred eight mile per hour shot from the point. And there was three guys screening Carey Price. There was two Montreal defenders and Mark Stone right in front of Carey Price. And Carey Price could not find a puck as uh, Theodore shot it. And when, when he finally located, it was too late. The puck was behind him. And it was a 1-0 Vegas lead. And that was the first time the Montreal Canadiens actually trailed in a game in like about 400 minutes or something like that. It was like a, it's like it would almost beat a record for, for all time. 
But Vegas, once Vegas scored that goal, it was all Vegas from there. The the second the second uh, the first period really twisted, and Vegas just got all the momentum. And after since then, Montreal couldn't do anything until later in the game when they pulled the goalie and they were able to really pressure Flurry and a power play in the second period. That's the only time they really had pressure. Other than that, they've been shut down by Vegas. Montreal, like I, I said earlier, is not used to trailing. And scoring first is going to be really key for Vegas. Most of the seri- last series in, from, uh, in the Colorado series, Vegas... I mean, Colorado scored first most of like a lot of the games and Vegas had to trail Colorado and chase the game and they come back and win it. Right. I think only one game in the Colorado series, Vegas scored first. But other than that, it's been Colorado first, Vegas to chase and they score. But Montreal is not used to that. Once they got that, once they're trailing, they've been chasing the puck and Vegas would not allow it. Vegas is also used to protecting the lead. They were one of the best in the games of protecting lead. If you saw that against Colorado once, except for game six, game six, Colorado kept coming back, coming back. But once Vegas got that lead, they're really hard to come back against because of their defense. Vegas's defense is the best defense Montreal has faced in, in the playoffs, even in, in the season. I don't think there's a defense in the Canadian division that's better than the Golden Knights. And Montreal has had really had so much trouble trying to figure them out after the first period. Montreal, uh, I mean, Vegas's forecheck was just really stifling Montreal. And without Carey Price, this game would have been 7-1 or something, right? I, and like I said, this is not over yet. It's game one. Montreal it has known to be re- uh, resilient uh, against uh, Toronto, uh, they were down 3-1, so I'm not going to count them out yet. They haven't lost a home. You're not in trouble until you lose a home. So my point here is that Vegas's need to score first to get Montreal off their game. And once that happens, it's going to be much easier for Vegas to just roll Montreal. Because Montreal, once Montreal gets the lead, their game is the trap game. They will stifle you. They will... Kill all your momentum. It won't. You won't be able to generate big, big chances, like really high quality chances, while Montreal is in the lead because you have uh, Carey Price over there in the back, and you have to deal with Montreal's system that stifles your offense. It's going to be a really hard picking. So Vegas is scoring first. It's going to be really huge this series. It, uh, Especially after, like I mentioned, Colorado last series, where Colorado has been scoring first a lot. But they're totally different teams, Montreal and Colorado. I, I like to compare Montreal a bit more to Minnesota, where they're very physical. And another thing about Montreal this game is their physicality was, hasn't been matched in the North Division. Vegas hit them back against Toronto and against Winnipeg. They're not very physical teams. Montreal is Montreal. I think is the most physical team 
in the North Division. Maybe Cal you can probably argue Calgary too. But Montreal, the reason why I think they beat Toronto and Winnipeg is their physicality because that's playoff hockey. You need to be physical. You need to battle. Well, once Montreal got out physical by Vegas, once Vegas, once they realized that this Vegas team is not as big of a pushover than Toronto or Winnipeg, they could not adapt. I don't know what they're going to do in game two, but Vegas, it's really hard to out physical Vegas. They're the biggest and tallest team in the league. And once Montreal was once, you, you know what they said, the, the saying, I forgot who said it. You always have a plan once uh, until you get punched in the face, right? And that's what happened to Montreal. They got punched in the face and they couldn't adapt after that. Vegas really took control. And I thought this game was all Vegas, except for the first half of the first period. Now, I want to talk a little bit more individually on which lines I thought uh, played well and which group of players I thought played really well this game. But before I get to all of that, let me quickly tell you about rockauto.com. The chain stores have different prices tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselvers. rockauto.com prices all the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging up prices based on what the market will bear. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto, auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know what we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com one of the things I've said in my collaboration episode with the Locked On Montreal with Laura and uh, Scott is that the for, uh, one of the keys that the Habs need to do to beat the Golden Knights is for their bottom six to outplay our bottom six, right? This game, the Alex Tuck... Nick Waugh and Matthias Janmark line was probably the Vegas' best line. They, they got that goal from Janmark, and Alex Stuck was all over the place. Alex Stuck could have, could have had another goal if, um, if the, it didn't hit the post. It hit the post. It, it was just an amazing play. Uh, it was, it's one of those Alex Stuck plays, right, where he just zooms into the zone. He gets one-on-one -on -one with the goalie, and then uh, Alex Stuck could not finish. So it's an Alex Stuck play, right? But there was a... I don't have the numbers with me, but I saw the numbers right after the game. It was something like 91 high-danger chances when the Vegas' third line was on the, on the ice. 
And it showed. I, I thought Vegas's third line was just spectacular. It was up against the Kotkiniemi line, which is uh, the third line for uh, Montreal, which, uh, which is a very young line, to be honest with you. He has Anderson in there, and he has... I can't remember who the other one is, but Vegas third line really dominated that Alex Stock is the X factor their team his teammates call him the X factor and that's why he can he can create plays by on his own but when you have Nick Waugh and Matthias Janmark there with you it helps Alex Stock tremendously and I thought Vegas's fourth line played pretty well against the fourth line for Montreal, which they didn't really have that much ice time. Uh, I think they ended up with about nine minutes total, uh, the fourth line for Montreal and Vegas. But another thing I also noticed is Alex Tuck getting extra time playing on that fourth line. So he he's basically playing sometimes in two lines. He gets an extra shift playing with that fourth line, taking Ryan Reeves off the ice and putting Alex Tuck with the fourth line. So he plays with the third line and the fourth line every uh, every so often, which I think is such a great idea um, because Alec, Alex Tuck needs as much ice, ice time as allowed. Uh, Alex Tuck is one of the best players in this team. Playing in the third line, if you just strictly go by the rules of a third line, I don't think that's enough for ice time for Alex Tuck. And I love that uh, that 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 Bor is doing this this it's really smart in my opinion they kind of they don't the the way vegas roll out their lines they don't always go first line second line third line fourth line they kind of stagger it goes first line fourth line second line third line and all that they mix it up depends on who's in the ice for the other team and that gives gives it gives alex Stuck a little bit more uh chance to play which like i said is a good thing especially if you put colasar and colasar and carrier with him that's three big bodies right there that the entire bottom six for vegas is just big they're 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 huge the wingers are fast well except for ryan reeves you have when you have alex tuck and uh yanmark full speed Yanmark is is also really fast, and you have Carrier on the fourth line, who's also really fast. And it's it's a really good strategy, I think, for Pete Tabor to employ. And I I just noticed that I noticed that a couple of games ago, but I thought it was just unique to Colorado against Colorado because of uh, Tuck's speed. But uh, he he he's really shown that he's he's been doing that, and it's it's pretty cool. And another story that came out of this game is the defensemen. Three goals from them tonight, right? One from Nick Holden, one from Shea Theodore, and one from Alec Martinez. And that, and Shea Theodore, my God, what a game he had. This is the Shea Theodore I've been looking for this whole playoffs. I've been calling out Shea Theodore saying that he has been the one who's been invisible. When when, when fans go around and saying that Petrangelo needs to show up and whatnot, I always come back and say that, hey, Shea Theodore is the one who hasn't been showing up this whole playoffs. But in this game, boy, the the first two goals was all Shea Theodore. What a beautiful shot that I talked about earlier, right? And that, and the second goal, 
he faked out Carey Price. Uh, you you know when like a football player says when when you get juked, you kind of uh, broke his broke his ankles or whatever. Well, she Shea Theodore really broke Carey Price's ankles on that on that fake shot. I, I think the cameraman got fooled too. Everybody was fooled. It it was a beautiful. He did like the way Shea Theodore faked that shot. He lined it up. He 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 like like it was a slap shot. But once his stick hit the ice, he stopped. Carey Price bit on it, so he went on his butterfly, moved forward to 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 the way uh, he moved forward. Uh, beyond his blue beyond his crease to attack the sh the shot that didn't come that made Carey price way out of position for martinez's one-time shot it was a wide open net and then because of shay theodore Carey price was way out of position and to be fair for Carey price and this is this is a testament to how good he is he all actually almost got there he actually made that almost made that save and that's that's shows you how good Carey Price is. And Vegas, the way Vegas has been trying to beat Carey Price this game, I've noticed, is cross crease passes. And I mean, the Yanmark goal, the Holden goal, the Martinez was all passing to where Carey Price is not. And and it was a very effective. The only goal that wasn't was the Theodore goal, the first goal, which was screen passes, which is another way to beat Carey Price. Because if Carey Price can't see the puck, he can't make the save, right? And it's amazing how the 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 execution that the Vegas Golden Knights did on that on that uh, on that mindset. On that, they, it should have been a little bit more because that there was a Mark Stone goal that. Carey Price stole. It was another cross crease pass. There was another Marshall So goal. That's another cross crease pass. Make Carey Price move. Make him move laterally. It reminded me of the way the Washington Capitals beat Flurry in that in the 2018 finals, and Vegas is just doing that. And I don't know if. Montreal is going to adjust to that. They probably will. I think their coach is smart enough to notice this, but it it it's, comes down to execution. Can the Golden Knights keep up that style of uh, play? Uh, finding those lanes across the ice, and that's what's yet to be seen going into game two. That's what I am expecting going into game two. So I want to keep, uh, I want to talk about the a few of the storylines the other storylines that came out of this uh game like the the caulfield the the, the price versus flurry and the the Pacioretty and suzuki storyline because i don't think i really dug deep enough on that on the last uh on the episode i had with uh with, with the locked on montreal folks with laura and uh scott but before I do that, let me tell you guys about Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Basketball and hockey are both in the playoffs in full swing, so you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, and NHL. 
in all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. As I was saying before, uh, Max Pacioretty, big, big storyline. You've talked about it a lot in all the media sources and all everything you hear. Uh, former captain of the Montreal Canadiens, right? Uh, the sad part is that he broke his point streak today. He had a point for every game in the playoffs since coming back until today, which is kind of sad. I actually wanted him to score a goal this game. Hope I, I think I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think Max Pacioretty is gonna score a goal in the series okay but it's it, it it's a broken streak but that that it's a, a I, max pressure has seven games right seven seven game point streak broken but i rather have i'd rather trade that i'd trade that any day max patcheretti breaking a seven point point streak i trade that any day for breaking Montreal's seven-game win streak, ah, right. Montreal had a set like they haven't lost a game since being down three-one against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I as, as I mentioned before, they haven't trailed at all during that run. But Vegas came in and just ruined Cinderella's story, right? Because another storyline that came here, but I don't think it's talked about as much is the reaction for the Canadians going into a stadium that's filled that, that that's full capacity 18,000 fans in the stadium this is the first time the Canadians team go since March of last year seeing a full capacity stadium I was wondering how they would react and they fed off of it they had a great start in the first period i felt like they actually used the crowd against us how dare they good thing for them that it didn't really last there was a there was a bunch of canadians fans on the stands i heard a few go habs go uh, in there, which I am disappointed by the Knights fans for not really countering with a go Knights go chance and really drown them out. But because when when there was a go a go Habs go chant, uh, I, I heard it uh, like twice during the game. But once the Golden Knights started to get their lead, it, it kind of stopped. But when I heard the go Habs go chance. It, it kind of it went uncontested, which I'm really disappointed. Come on, guys. I wasn't in the stadium, but I'm disappointed for the people that went there. Be better. 
you're supposed to you're supposed to show off these traditionalist hab fans right but we're the new kids we're 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 the one to break tradition this is part of this storyline it's the it's the old school versus the new school fan base and like i said i'm a little bit disappointed for people who really didn't contest those hab fans but i digress the storyline that really i love and i'm excited as the series keeps going is the goaltending battle in the first period as uh, as i mentioned montreal really took control of that first 10 minutes and mark andre Fleury, my god showed his full vesna capabilities in that in that first 10 minutes man and boy oh boy was he great and he and because of him, Vegas really didn't get the the leak even started. They didn't even get the flood started, man, because of Flurry. Really saved their butts in that first period. And then on the other side, Carey Price was also amazing. He allowed four, but a lot of them, are, it's not his fault, really. It was just Vegas just being better than Montreal. But the thing I love... I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for is a game. Uh, I won't be surprised if there's a game in this series that's going to go 0-0 in overtime because of these two goalies. Ho hopefully Vegas won't allow that. Hopefully Vegas are just going to take control on every game and, and win 4-0 every game. But an adversity, right? Another thing about the goalies is uh, after that first, after the first period, I actually tweeted because if you look at the the uh, the all the advanced analytics and all the shot charts and all that, like I said, Montreal was dominating, but Vegas was up one zero. And I tweeted, "It's kind of nice to see someone else getting demcoed, not us. It's nice that the other team is the one getting demcoed, because that first period looked like." the opposite of a golden knights when they have their weird snide and not unable to beat a goalie so i thought it was kind of funny <laughs> but i like i said i'm looking forward to this goalie battle that's one of the things i'm most excited about this series i need the first line to really uh, produce a little bit more i understand that they're mo most of the time they're up against the deno line which is also a very good defensive line that can shut down other teams top talents the misfit line once again is has been uh quite very very good they've generated a lot of chances the theodore goal was i mean the martinez goal came from when the misfit line was on the ice i thought riley smith uh made a really good play to get the puck to Theodore and was that was that made Theodore be able to make that fake pat a uh, fake shot pass and for the goal but that's about it for me I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about the game tomorrow and if you want to hear the perspective of the other end of the spectrum the Montreal perspective go check out locked on Montreal uh, locked on Canadians uh, on the locked on podcast network wherever you get uh, your podcasts and also check out the locked on NHL podcast if you want to get the national perspective of the game also uh, if you missed yesterday's episode I 
had a collaboration episode with Laura and Scott from the Locked On Montreal to preview the the series. It's a it's a pretty long episode, but we we talk a little bit more in depth from each each of each other's perspective on on the series. But that's it for this episode. I still don't know how to end my episodes, so thank you for listening.